Good morning and welcome back to the Rooted Podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra, and I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. This is the second um, solo episode that I've really just sat down to record kind of off the cuff. Um, The last solo episode where I just gave a life update around anxiety and stuff like that, um, I really just sat down and sunk into it and just started talking. And that's what I'm going to do today as well. And with that, it's felt most aligned to like not even worry about the music and the intro and the outro, all that stuff, rather just coming to share this message, no fluff. So when you hop onto the podcast and you're like, oh, she's just getting right to it. That is why. Um, Just keeping it raw and real over here. Um, But when I interview different guests and stuff like that, there's a lot of editing that goes into it um, just to make sure that the conversation's really flowing and that you aren't sitting there listening to a three-hour episode. And with that, it's really fun to pair it with music and make it a whole thing. So just my little two cents and my explanation for how these episodes um, just operate a little bit differently. So we are less than three weeks away as the holidays approach. Whether you celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas or nothing at all, um, I just started thinking about how this time of year used to feel so intense for myself and for my family. This has been over the last like five or six years. It was crippling to say the least. We'd grind our teeth and we decorate our homes and as much as we could just muster up the wherewithal to be super cheerful, right? For all of the sweet kids in our family. But the truth of it was we were so angry and incredibly broken and just completely full of ache. And for those of you who maybe newer to the podcast or to my little corner of the internet. So my dad passed away just one week before Christmas. He passed looking at our Christmas tree, the stockings were hung, our family was all together. And so it comes to no surprise really that this time of year did nothing but tie together the most traumatic thing our family has ever experienced with a holiday that's, you know, meant to reflect joy, none of which we could access. And I have explicit memories of the following year, just feeling so bitter and angry the first Christmas without him. And as I'd scroll on the internet and see just all of these completely untouched from grief, as far as I, as far as I knew anyway, right? We never fully know what anyone is going through. And they were just fully embracing this magical time of year surrounded by their families and, you know, most painful having both of their parents. And there I was, head in my hands, just like excruciatingly depressed, zero joy or desire to do any of the things. And just wishing that I could blink and it would all be over. This level of sadness and separation and anger towards the holidays went on for years. And as we approach my dad's nine-year anniversary since he passed, I've been reflecting so much on how the ache has changed. Not disappeared or dissipated, but just changed. So on December 11th was when my mom called me to ask if I would just please get on the next flight to help her with my dad since they were living at our home in Florida for the winter. He was having another dip with his cancer, and we all just assumed that he would make a full recovery as he had time and time again. So yes, of course, I was going to get on a plane. My sisters were also getting on planes. 
I remember packing a Christmas outfit, a dress for New Year's, some swimsuits, and I was on my way. Full intention of celebrating the holidays with my parents and making just like this three-week stay out of it. And little did I know, right, I was packing my bags to say goodbye to my dad just six days later. And every time I have that thought, it sends chills throughout my entire body. Nine years later, and it still doesn't feel real sometimes. And as December 11th approaches, every single year without fail, right around this time, my body remembers. And what's so interesting is that it takes my mind some time to catch up. It always does. I'll journal like, why am I so depressed? I'm so weepy. And I can't seem to get anything done or follow through with anything. And then like clockwork, the remembrance sets in. Grieving doesn't go away. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. It doesn't go away. It's ingrained in who I am now. And it's a part of my experience here as a human on earth. I live and dance with it daily, but it has lost its consistent sharp edges. Dare I say some days the grieving is sweet and gentle. The quiet tears as I remember a memory with him or hear a song on the radio or get hit with a familiar smell that ties me to him. It no longer... Well, I shouldn't say it no longer, but oftentimes, more often than not, it doesn't send me to my knees. It still can, but generally, it's a soft, sweet remembrance. But when this time of year hits, without fail, it's like the claws of achy grief come out. I was actually, I was in the car the other day, and I tried calling my sister, but she didn't pick up. I had to get this out of my body or I felt like I was going to explode because as I was driving, I got hit with such an aggressive bout of grief. I just, in this split second, I missed my dad so much. I felt like I could, I felt like I just couldn't breathe. And so I started recording a voice note to send to her since she didn't answer the phone And I went back and forth on whether or not I wanted to share this here, but this podcast is all about relating, all about vulnerability, and just embodying the human experience. So here is the audio from my message to her. Whoa, I am driving and I just need to place this somewhere. Um, I miss Dad so much. I was just listening to music that I really love, and it was energetic, and I was listening to it loud, and I was singing, and all of a sudden I just started crying. I just felt this, like, total ache in my heart, and God, grief is so fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. You can go from, like, joy, feeling such joy, to such sorrow, and point two seconds and I think that's part of it I think when I'm feeling that joyful it's like I immediately want I just want to share that with him and I was also having this thought of just how grateful I am for him and for him and mom and having them as parents and everything that they've done for us and continue to do and that they set in place for us I just feel like that gratitude swelled up in my heart and like ate me whole honestly I just am 
miss him so much, and I can't believe it's been a year. I can't believe that in just a week is when we got the phone call to go down there to help mom, not knowing we were going to say goodbye. It's just all so much. It's just so heavy. It's so heavy. It's so strange to hear that and to listen back on that because it was such like an in the moment raw experience. And then I've, I mean, I've never recorded myself deep in it, like actually in it. And so it's very strange for me to, to hear that back. But just to show you that grief comes and goes in waves, but damn, when it comes, it hits hard and then it softens and then it hits and then it softens. And so it is this is grieving. And as we approach nine years and just, I can look back to the previous years before this and just really see how much I've healed and how much I've tended to myself and that our family has tended to each other to ensure that we all make it to the other side, that we all make it to another year. And I'm so proud of myself, of our family. Our dad, my mom's partner in this life, he was a force. (laughs) He was the one who lit up the room, who had such a presence. And to have that be taken from you is such a void, such a void. There truly are no words to articulate the absence and to be able to explain what that feels like. And to experience that void throughout the holidays at a time when we're celebrating that we have all that we have. And we're celebrating all that we're grateful for, the togetherness and love and family. It always makes me think deeply about him and about my life before this tragedy and this loss, what it, what it used to be like, what it used to feel like. And about all the other humans in the world who are just trying to stay afloat right now, who are just trying to make it through these next few weeks. While it goes without saying that technically, yes, it is the most joyful time of the year, it's imperative that we as a collective remember that for some, it's so incredibly sad. It's heartbreaking. It's lonely and overwhelmingly stressful. You may come in contact with someone who is barely hanging on and just white knuckling their way through, whether they've lost a family member, a partner, their home, their job, or maybe they're grieving the idea of something like, like growing their family. Maybe you're listening to this and just feeling so heartbroken and out of sorts and absent from your own life and just wishing that these next few weeks would just float away. And so I just want to acknowledge this piece, the reality that the holidays for some are filled with a lot of pain and suffering, whether it be apparent to us and to the naked eye or not, we could all stand to be extra cognitive, gentle and tender towards one another right now and towards ourselves. If it's you that's suffering like me, like giving yourself that gift and the permission to be gentle with yourselves. And we could really take a moment to really check in on our people, to ask how they are really, and to give them the space to be accepted for how they truly feel rather than how they're being told that they need to feel during such a hype time of year. Like what a gift, right? To be able to Give someone the permission to feel like they can freely express themselves at a time that it feels most caged and most charged. So that's it. That's really all I wanted to say today. I hope 
me sharing my story with you and sharing this perspective does nothing more than make you want to make eye contact with a stranger or call your friend who's been struggling or check in on your loved ones, even the one who seems totally okay. And again, to give yourself permission to step out of the holiday craze and to cry if you need to, because you are allowed and more than anything, you're supported. All the love to you, my friend, and I will see you back here next week.